This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 1st. And uh, I know it's April Fool's Day and all that, but we're not fooling around today as we are talking about the only undefeated team in all of Major League Baseball somehow. The Philadelphia Phillies at 3-0, a sweep, a sweet sweep of the Atlanta Braves to start the season. Three up, three down, obviously win the opener on Thursday as we talked about on Friday, but then winning over the weekend 8-6 to on Saturday, then taking care of business 5-1 to yesterday as the Phillies now sit at 3-0, and taking care of the Atlanta Braves team that took it to them last year, winning the division with 90 games, the Phillies, uh, 90 wins. The Phillies off to a nice start here this season, taking the first three from the Braves as uh, a lot to get into from the first weekend as uh, Bryce Harper. A lot of people were upset, even though the team put up 10 runs. There were people who wanted to see that first home run. And uh, look, he certainly wanted to deliver that first homer in the first game. You could tell his is uh, he was swinging out of his cleats, as they say, but he didn't wait too long. We'll get to that, as it was certainly a Harper-tastic type of weekend. Just the Phillies. Baseball is back in Philadelphia. Citizens Bank Park sold out all three games of the Braves series. They had four sellouts all last season, and they have three already this season. Sunday Night Baseball, the first time. Sunday Night Baseball had been back at Citizens Bank Park since 2011. I think that just shows, as we all know, how moribund baseball has been in Philadelphia for such a long time. And now, just like that, like immediately, last year was fun at times and obviously a horrible two-month run to end it. But just like that, baseball's back in Philly and it is awesome. Let's dive into what was an awesome Awesome weekend of baseball as the Phillies handle their business after winning on opening day 10-4. to They get back at it on Saturday. Nick Pavetta on the hill. Many expecting the breakout to come. It certainly didn't start in game one. And I will caution people, a lot of people jumping off the bandwagon already. Baseball is a very long season. And if, if there are people who have come back to the sport after a while or are interested because the Phillies are getting some publicity and are good and Bryce Harper's here. That's awesome. Happy to have you aboard, but certainly remember to give these guys some time. One game does not a season make, uh, nor does two, three, four, or five games or whatever. Um, as you'll hear me talk about sample sizes throughout the season on this show. And certainly one game as small a sample size as you could possibly have. But Pavetta did not have a great outing to start his season as uh, really just uh, unable to, 
control, uh, have control, uh, only one walk, but gives up four, uh, eight hits, four earned runs and only four and two thirds innings. Just, um, couldn't seem to control himself on the Hill to work himself out of jams. And, uh, the results was not a great outing. Adam Morgan comes in and ends up getting the win, getting one out in the fifth. And that was all it took as, uh, the Phillies would take the lead and never relinquish it. But it was a bit of a dicey game early on as Pavetta was struggling, gives up a run in the first. Ender and Cierte single, uh, triples to lead off the game, ends up scoring on a Freddie Freeman single. Then in the second inning, Dansby, Dansby Swanson just crushes a baseball to left field out of the park. 3 nothing early, and you're feeling it a little bit. But then in the second inning, you get a little bit of a sigh of relief as the Phillies put one up on the board. JT Muto and RBI single to center. Scores Reese Hoskins as Real Muto would factor in this game again later. Uh, we'll get to that. The Phillies get another run in the fourth on a Cesar Hernandez triple. Hernandez, nice start to the season, scoring Odubo Herrera, but they would not be done in that inning as Michael Franco homers for the second straight game, two straight games to start the season. A 400 foot blast to left field as Franco brings him and Cesar around four to three Phillies there. Unfortunately, Pavetta unable to hold on to the lead as he allows a run to score again on a Freddie Freeman RBI infield single this time four to four in the fifth as Adam Morgan comes in, gets the out and welcome to the Phillies. Mr. JT real Muto as Ramuto would step to the plate with Reese Hoskins on base in the next inning in the bottom of the fifth. And he just, scorched one out of the park his first homer as a philly as real muto three rbi here in the game a nice game for real muto that would give the phillies a six to four lead which they would never relinquish but uh certainly not the high moment of the game it's uh it's a shame the real muto such a big homer for the team and maybe not completely overshadowed but only uh two innings later bryce harper would step to the plate and uh the crowd on their feet every uh that's the kind of crazy thing about harper a couple things one that everyone is just expecting him to give up you know to hit a home run every at bat it felt like at least before he hit that first everyone was just waiting for it and just saying when is it gonna happen you know we need this bryce harper home run and uh uh and in the seventh inning there against jesse biddle he finally delivered as uh he just murdered a baseball 465 foot feet the longest homer there since uh, 2015 or second longest something like that just a monster homer into the second deck gave him a 7-4 lead the other thing about Harper and it's not to say that it isn't fun to watch Real Muto or Hoskins or any of these guys um, but Harper is the first guy we've had here in a long time where it's it's appointment watching like you can't go to the bathroom if there's a chance that Harper is up. When I'm home and watching, I will walk my dogs based on a schedule around when Bryce Harper is coming up. I will make sure that I am, uh, you know, holding my baby near a TV when uh, Harper is coming up if I have to be with my baby. The point is you make the time to be there when Harper's up and it's a really cool thing. And he certainly delivered in that moment with just a no doubt about it up to the moment type of home run gives them a seven, four lead. The run uh, would actually be pretty crucial as they only went up, end up winning eight to six Franco tags on an RBI 
single in the eighth to give him an 8-4 lead, and David Robertson comes in in the ninth and gives up a two-run homer to Charlie Culberson, but it wasn't enough as the Phillies able to close it out. They win it 8-6. to six. Certainly, though, the story of the day was that Bryce Harper just mammoth home run. It is a home run that you will see replayed for years and years and years to come. His first home run as a Philly. The crowd went wild. He uh, trots around the bases. He does his celebrations with his teammates, which is awesome because it seems like he's got a bunch of individual ones for different guys, which I'm a huge fan of. And... Um, and then, uh, you know, you're, you're expecting the curtain call, right? Ree's got one for the grand slam in game one. You know, you know, that crowd going insane is not going to stop cheering until Bryce Harper comes out for a curtain call. And every curtain call I've ever seen in my life has been something to the effect of the player coming out and just giving a little tip of the cap and saying, thank you guys. That's super cool that you asked me to come back out here after what I did. And and I love it. I'm very cool with the tip of the cap. But what Bryce Harper did was something I've never seen a player do. And it is, in my opinion, the best curtain call I've ever seen. As he came out of the dugout, took his helmet off right before it comes out, comes out, turns around, looks at the crowd, and just yells, let's go, and fires, Liam, waves his arms in the air, fist pumping, and, and it's all fired up. And it was just an awesome, awesome moment that – you know, showed the kind of guy that Bryce Harper is and the kind of fan base that this Philly fan base can be and live up to the moment. And the electricity in that place um, must have been just through the roof, like playoff baseball. And I guarantee you in that moment, Bryce Harper was saying, thank God I didn't go to San Francisco or San Diego or someplace where they just don't care the same way they do here because um, there are a lot of cool moments to come, and that's certainly one that we are going to see over and over and over and over again for many years. And um, it was awesome to see, too, that you know they, they put up 10 spot, then 8 spot. They went 5-1 to one yesterday. We'll get to yesterday's game in just a couple minutes, but uh, this lineup is just so deep and talented. There's just no easy outs when things are going, and when... You know, like the first two games, Franco is getting things going and Cesar Hernandez is contributing. You know, Dubal Herrera is contributing. Those first five are as good as any in baseball. And it is just, uh, they're going to be able to win games by scoring runs. They need pitching, obviously. And, and I think we all know what Aaron Noel is going to be and, and can count on it. I don't think he's going to walk five guys every start or any other start potentially even this season. Um, and... Look, you, you hope what you're going to get from Pivetta will be better. You hope what you'll get from Arietta will be better, and we'll get to Arietta's start last night in just a few. But um, this team will be able to win games by slugging. They will win a fair amount of games just because they outscore other teams and because they get through a starter and get to a bullpen and crush a bullpen and all that. So that is something I think this team early on, and again, it's really hard, as I, I mentioned with small sample sizes, hard to take much away from any Small sample size, like three games, but I think my earliest, biggest takeaway is just that that this offense is so legit, and they're going to be able to win games with this offense no matter what the pitching does at times. Again, you need the pitching to help, and the bullpen actually did a really nice job in that Saturday game um, as Pavetta only gets through four and two-thirds, and up until Robertson in the ninth, from, you know, Morgan's out there and then the next three innings, the bullpen was just absolutely lights out. Sir Anthony gets the job done. Neshek's been really good so far this season. So 
Um, hopefully that pen won Nicasio to clean inning or, you know, uh, uh, no runs allowed, at least in the inning. Uh, Alvarez came in and got an out. They were working it. Gabe made some nice decisions and the bullpen was getting out. So you hope that that's a sign of things to come as well. Cause if this team can hit the way they're going to hit, and if the bullpen can be good to potentially better than good, especially if they may be at a piece or whatever, then the starting pitching doesn't have to carry the team and they can, you know, win, win Nola pitches and win two times of the other three or whatever, and, and be a playoff team, you know, or, or, whatever, two of uh, three of the other four sometimes or whatever. Uh, they'll get enough good outings from those guys that they can compete. So um, you need starting pitching, don't get me wrong, especially come playoff time. But this offense is good enough to carry this team on its back, and there will be nights where it will. And look, the first couple games, the pitching was fine. Nola pitched well in this first game, but um, they certainly have not won with pitching. They've won with hitting. Um, coming up. In just a minute, we will dive into yesterday's win, the series sweeper, as the Phillies win 5-1 yesterday. Jake Arrieta only gave up one run, but a bit of a rocky serpent. Got some outs when he needed him. And uh, uh, Bryce Harper did the thing again, which is also super cool. And we will also look ahead to the upcoming week, a, uh, a relaxing five-game week. Now that baseball's back. I want it every night and every day, but uh, this week only five games off day today. Two tomorrow in Washington. Yes, in Washington, the return of Bryce Harper to Washington. We'll get into that. And then after that, the Twins coming to town over the weekend. We'll get to that as well. Coming up in just a few, it's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back. Phillies Today, James Seltzer coming up. In just a little bit, we will look ahead to this week of baseball off day today. Then the return of Bryce Harper to Washington. We'll get to that coming up and uh, looking ahead to the rest of the week as well. But first, let's look ahead or look behind, excuse me, to the win yesterday after taking games one and two on Thursday and Saturday. The Phillies squared off for the first time since 2011 at Citizens Bank Park in a Sunday night baseball game against the Atlanta Braves. Phillies would go on to win this one 5-1. to Jake Arrieta, a, uh, like, look, not the best start from Arrieta. He goes six innings, only allows one earned run, one run total, so that's a good thing. Only three hits, six walks along with six strikeouts got himself into some tough jams, but was able to work himself out of it. And ultimately, I think you have to say uh, it gave him a quality outing, ultimately. But certainly some things he needs to build on, and certainly you're happy he was able to get out of him, but has to work on the control. The bullpen does another great job. Adam Morgan, a clean inning. Pat Nishik, a clean inning. Hector Neris, a clean inning as they close it out. And offensively, uh, Andrew McCutcheon, who of course led the season off with a home run, hits his second as a Philly scored a couple runs, had a couple walks as well, doing exactly what they ask him to. Bryce Harper, his best game as a Philly is he goes yard again, this time with two hits, a walk, scores a run, an RBI, couple walks, excuse me, as uh, Harper in the, uh, in the, uh, McCutcheon homer in the third, Harper in the seventh to make it four to one after um, a Hoskins walks uh, RBI walk in the fifth and uh, Real Muto a sack fly in the fifth. Later, Franco would single in a run as well. But Harper, his second home run of the season, this one not as long as the first one, but the same part of the field. This one 
to right field. He's going to hit a lot of homers in this ballpark. And the good thing we saw, the double to the opposite field, the good thing we saw from Harper is, um, look, he's locked in. There was a lot of talk about the shortened spring training and was he ready? And, of course, on opening day, the two strikeouts, people freaking out, did people boo him, all that whole rig and roll we went through. And now he's homering back-to-back games, two out of the first three games of the season, one of them a moonshot. And this Phillies team is 3-0, the only undefeated team in Major League Baseball. Again, to say that, it's crazy to think about. The bullpen, other than Dave Robertson getting a little nicked up and Hector Neris getting a little nicked up in the first one, has been really good so far. And the starting pitching, you get Aaron Noel coming back soon. We'll see what Eflin can do in a big one coming up. We'll get to that. And Nick Pavetta, look, you can't freak out after one outing. I'm willing to give Pavetta a chance. His first outing, hyped up for... The first game of the season, all that, we will see. I'll give him some time and say, but Arietta look, Arietta looked, got the job done. 1-0 on the season, all right? But uh, certainly some things to work on. Again, I, I think you just keep coming back to, first and foremost, quickly, let me say, you keep coming back to the electricity in that building. It is so cool. It has been so cool. I was down there opening day, and then to watch the ballpark Saturday and, and on Sunday Night Baseball especially and just see the the chance and the Harper bow and everyone going nuts for Harper's Homer and the curtain call and everyone just so locked into the game. It is so cool to see Philadelphia Phillies baseball back in such a big way because, um, you know, we keep saying it, but it's because it's true. It used to be the coolest thing to do. It used to be something that everyone was, was it banded us all together and we all cared about. And it's so cool to see, that happening again and especially with a team that's so much fun to watch and seems like a really good group of guys and um man again the the other as i keep saying you know this lineup we have not had a lineup in this town since 2008 since that squad and this one even has a little bit more flash to it you could say but andrew mccutcheon already a couple homers a couple walks yesterday he is so good in that leadoff spot for this team. I originally wanted him in the six hole and Cesar up there because I thought it was a, a better use of their talents. And I think I was wrong. McCutcheon just really thrives in the leadoff hole and he's been great up there. Segura got drilled yesterday in the arm. He is okay. So we are all good. That was very worrisome, but he's fine. He hustles and he puts the bat on the ball all the time. He had one strikeout over the weekend, but uh, he he puts about on the ball, and that's something after last season with so many guys who just struggled to hit the ball in any way, shape, or form and would strike out so much. It's so nice. The way Segura plays, he's so sure-handed at shortstop. And then, obviously, Bryce Harper. Man, we got to see it over the weekend that, first of all, we said we, you know, we talked about on opening day, even though he didn't really do anything other than the walk that set up Hoskins for the Grand Slam, which mattered. He still made an impact on the game by being in the lineup and the way they approached the lineup, the way the way they pitched around him. And over the weekend, we saw the the impact he can have with the actual bat. He goes yard on Saturday, where using Nick Williams's bat, by the way, four hundred and sixty five foot shot. Then it's another yesterday, a double yesterday, a bunch of walks over the weekend. This guy's just an offensive machine, and you put him in a good lineup in a good ballpark. And it's going to make a difference. And then Hoskins behind him has been making teams pay. He's taking pitches. Real Muto, same thing. It is just, and, and the, the, the beautiful thing we've seen over the first three games is that 
the bottom of the lineup has contributed as well. Oduble, Cesar, Franco, these guys have given them something. And when that's happening, it's almost, uh, I don't know how you get the lineup out. I, I don't know how you don't, I don't know how you get out of there and not give up runs. I, I really don't. It's just too deep, too good. They take too many pitches. They hit too many mistakes. They're all too talented. It's really exciting. This team's good. This offense is potentially great. It could be the best offense in the National League along with maybe the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers have been better so far, and they are certainly deeper. But this Phillies lineup, the ceiling is certainly there. And so far we've seen a lot of um, potential to reach that ceiling, which is uh, really incredibly exciting as, again, it's been such a long time since Phillies baseball has really mattered in this town in the way it used to, and, and that seems to be back. And that's, uh, it's something we should really all be grateful for. Speaking of which, coming up this week, off day today, as uh, they build a lot of off days early in the season in case of rainouts, playing games in late March, April, uh, you know, snow outs even potential, I suppose. Um, so we, we are thus suffering without baseball, which is a shame because, um, you know, once it comes back, you want it every night, but it is a grind and, and come August, I'm sure we'll have, uh, you know, we'll have 33 games in 31 days or, or, uh, you know, in July or whatever, you know, uh, cause the rainouts and this, there'll be a lot of games, but right now certainly don't need off days, but we get a couple this week, Monday and Thursday in between the Phillies will go down to Washington on Tuesday and Wednesday, Bryce Harper's return to Washington first time as a Philadelphia Philly and obviously if you saw any of the um uh pictures from opening day down in Washington and uh, I believe the second game as well there were people who uh were wearing some not very nice things about Bryce Harper and uh, putting some Bryce Harper jerseys with some terribly mean things on there and all that so I'm sure they're going to be loud but at the same time the Phillies contingent will show up I know the fans of Philly are doing a trip where they've got a bunch of people going to sit in right field to cheer Harper, a bunch of Phillies fans. So that'll be awesome. And that'll certainly be appointment television Tuesday. It starts with Zach Eflin taking the hill against Max Scherzer. So unfortunately you don't have the, uh, the pitching advantage in that one, but it'll be nice to see what Eflin can do in his first start of the season. You know, they, they certainly believe in him enough to give him the ball here as the Fourth guy in the rotation in Washington, a very good lineup, a big spot against Scherzer. And then on Wednesday, Aaron Nola takes on Anibal Sanchez. Sanchez somehow has found a uh, found a youth and had a good year at the end of year uh, the year last year for the um, Braves. But uh, I, I will see. I don't know. Uh, I certainly would have Aaron Nola over him, obviously, in any situation. So uh, one advantage for the Nats, one advantage for the Phillies. We'll see what happens. Either way, the Phillies go into as the only undefeated team in baseball, and it is exciting to think about. Is this is a big series? It's a fun series as. Um, the Nats, in my opinion, and look, the the Mets won uh, won two out of three from them over the weekend. But um, I think of the four teams that everyone's expecting to contend in the NL East, as, as we've talked about on the show, the Mets, the Braves, the Nats, and the Phillies. I think the Nats personally have the most talent and are the most well-equipped to compete with the Phillies for the division. So it's a good start. You get two against them. You still got more, obviously a lot more, but it, it, you know, it's the first time Arbor returns to Washington. It's going to be a nice tone setter, especially this Phillies team coming in three and zero. the nationals coming in at one and two. So 
this is a nice spot for the Phillies to go in and potentially start to put the Nats in an early hole. Look, it's way too early to bury them about five games into the season, but let them know who you are and let them know that this is uh, this is your division now and and you're going to take it, especially with Harper going back to Washington. It's going to be awesome. Then this weekend they get the off day on Thursday to come back. Uh, Minnesota coming to town this weekend. That should be fun. Minnesota, good young team. They could challenge the Indians in the Central, potentially in, in the AL. So not a gimme at all, but uh, you feel good about how this Phillies team is playing right now. Is With this lineup, you feel like they can play against anybody, and especially when Nola's on the hill and – Obviously, just in general, when, when, when they're hitting, I, I think they can compete with anybody, and I think that's going to be a theme of the season, and that is awesome to think about. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We will dive into the Washington series in more depth, look at what's going on around the league and all that, and, uh, of course, look ahead to the week to come and a whole lot more after what has just been a, a thrilling first three games of the season. Again, only three games, but what a start. What a, what a home series to start, sweep. It's uh, the best start to a season in a long time that we can remember. So it is awesome to be a Phillies fan, and uh, we'll be here to talk about it all tomorrow and for the rest of the week and every day moving forward. So, again, thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.